Hello and welcome to the podcast. This podcast is called The Long and Short of It, hosted by myself, Lawrence, and... This is Dan. Welcome to the podcast. So, we had an idea um, a few weeks ago to have conversations in regards to video games. Is that something that we're both quite into? Um, And we kind of discussed what we could do in regards to putting a podcast together, and Dan came up with the idea of um, Metacritic reviews. So do you want to explain a little bit about what the idea of this podcast is, Dan? Yeah, so um, if you know anything about Metacritic, they are aggregate review scores based on all the critics' reviews. So um, Metacritic has a top 100, and basically what we're going to do is we're going to work through the top 100, just discuss each of the games on there, um, decide whether they deserve their place on there and um, if they are still worth playing today. In no particular order as well? In no particular order. So we're just going to select one week on week, and or depending on how often we do this, and see how we go. Yeah, that's exactly it. So Dan um, has his own YouTube channel where he does um, kind of dissection slash somewhat kind of reviews, aren't they? On um, Yeah some games um whereas dan has been playing games for like all your life haven't you yeah Uh, basically since i was exactly yeah um i've kind of always been on and off um i dip in and out of it however i spend quite a lot of my time looking at um like video game history video game you know tech stuff which i know you do as well yeah um so we discussed the idea of moving forward with this and Dan suggested that the first episode we do focus on Grand Theft Auto 4, um, so, which came out in 2008. Yeah. Now, the agreement was that we'd both, we'd both play it. Um, we said at the time we'd both try and complete the games or one of us would try and complete the game so that we could go in with a fresh perspective as, I mean, everyone's played Grand Theft Auto 4. Um, yeah. It's one of those games, isn't it, that it's just... I remember when it came out, everyone at college, everyone at school had that game. Yeah. Um, I didn't because I didn't have um, a PS3 or an Xbox 360 at the time. Um, ah, I, I, I still remember that. the first time I played it. Um, cause so did, what did year you, would you say you played it? I think I probably played it in like 2008, 2009 at first. Um, okay. And so not long went, afterwards. but No, no, not that long. I think it's because I was quite keen to play it. There was a guy um, yeah. that I went to school with called Craig who had a 360 and I went over and I had a bit of a go on it and thought it was great because obviously it's Grand Theft Auto. Um, so um, what was your history with the Grand Theft Auto series before Grand Theft Auto 4? So um, I remember playing the very first Grand Theft Auto game on the PS1 when I was quite young. Right. Too young to be playing those kind of games. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I recall playing that one quite a bit with my dad. And then I moved on to GTA 2, um, which was, as you know, very similar to um, the original game. Yeah. With just a few bits added on. Um, and then I got a PS2 relatively early into its life cycle. So I remember getting GTA 3. Um, I got GTA Vice City not long after that came out, maybe a year or two, because I wasn't very hot on getting new releases at the time. Um, yeah, I mean, we were kids then, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just and, as and when. Yeah, true. And I mean, Vice City's still in my top five favourite games of all time. I think it's... That's interesting. I mean, in my opinion, it's the best of the series. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, obviously, San Andreas came out in 2004, and I think I got that relatively close to release, because I was in high school by that time, and... Um, the hype around it was quite big, so if you didn't get it, you'd be missing out. So, you know, yeah. everyone kind of wanted to jump on the train with GTA. What about you? Um, so, I've got a bit of a weird history with GTA, just because I didn't get a PS2 until later. I didn't have a PS1 at the time. Um, so, I remember when I had an N64 at the time. PS2 yeah, you were came out. Kid, weren't you? I was. And um, I saw in the shops... Um, GTA 3 and I remember I used to go up to the game section where my parents went shopping and look at the cover of GTA 3 
and I also look, used to look at the um, Dreamcast games at the time, and mm. I just used to think these graphics are just blowing me away at the time. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I played a bit of GTA Three again round friend's house at the time, but nothing really more than that. Vice City again, I didn't really play that much. So my first proper entry in the GTA series was San Andreas and that is in my top 10 games of all time definitely and I love it and it's my favorite GTA game um so for me GTA 4 was coming off the hills of um San Andreas which was a big that's a big thing um so yeah that was basically my history with Grand Theft Auto. So I remember, I remember at the time, I was I had a keen eye on GTA Four. Um, I remember they released the first trailer, and yeah. they showed all the physics, and they showed the uneven roads and the car tires going up and down on them, and the suspension of the cars, yes. things like that, the day night cycle, and all the shadows, and um, the way the sun moved over the sky. It was just unbelievable at the time. Um, so I was keeping an eye on this and I got this on release I remember the first day I started playing um, I'm pretty sure it was the release day evening and it's the mission where you're driving Roman back from the harbour to his yeah disgusting first, flat first driving bit <laughs> yeah and um, I remember at the time thinking what have they done to the drive <laughs> and this was in 2008 yeah, we'll, 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 I mean, we'll get into the driving. I've, I've yeah. been texting you my thoughts on the driving quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and Yeah, and I do have some opinions well, about the driving. They're not necessarily all bad, but... Um, no. At the time, I remember thinking they've broken the driving since San Andreas. I don't know how they've done that. Well, the, um, the, the, the thing with the driving as well is that, I mean, not so much for you because you're not a big fan of GTA Five. whereas oh, yeah. I, I love GTA Five. Um you know, I used to play it quite a lot and I still play it very occasionally online. And I think for me, because you say that going from, you know, your opinion on the driving back 12 years ago in 2008, yeah. me going back to playing this, you know, now after being kind of spoiled by the driving in GTA 5, which I think is excellent. It's less realistic. Um, yeah. But it's just a lot easier to control. I it got to a point where I couldn't even play GTA 4 anymore because of the driving. Um, yeah. And like you say, especially coming off the heels of um, like San Andreas, where it was a lot more precise. Um, it was very, it was very, I mean, looking back at the time, I thought it was really realistic, San Andreas, but it was very <laughs> arcadey, um, yeah. the driving mechanics. But what what actually seems to have happened is that Rockstar decided that they wanted more of a realistic feel to the driving. So the cars have got a lot more weight, which means they're not actually that fun to drive. Um, you'll be crashing a lot and they're not easy yeah. to steer. And also handbrake turns don't really work. And you just have to be using standard braking to go around corners. So when you're doing those chase missions, it's, uh, it can be painful. Yeah. It, oh. What it really wound me up, but I mean, Rockstar doing that with games, it's um, it's one of those things that they do a lot anyway. Because if you think of GTA 4 and how much more realistic they tried to make that, and how much more grounded Nico was, um, oh, yeah, and, and the story was a, just a lot, a lot less bombastic than you know, previous GTA games had been, and less bombastic than GTA 5 was, but then you go forward in time and you look at something else that they developed, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, and the minutiae of the detail that they put in that game, um, you know, where people were complaining about how annoying it was to control characters like Arthur or doing yeah. small bits and bobs here and there because it was just, it didn't feel like a game anymore. It just felt like busy work. Simulation. Um, I'm not sure on your opinions on that. I'm not sure if you played Red Dead Redemption 2 yet or not. So I haven't played Red Dead Redemption 2 yet. It's in my pile of games to play. On your massive. Um, but I've heard I've heard mixed things. I've heard. I mean, I think Red Dead is a more serious series anyway yeah. since um, the first game, Red Dead Revolver, which was a bit more quirky. But 
Red Dead Redemption 1 was a more serious experience than GTA. Um, yeah, GTA 4 was definitely a more serious experience. Um, I mean, I I quite like that. And I, I also think San Andreas had its serious moments. Yeah. Uh, I think Vice City and 3... So at times I felt like they were a bit too um, satirical for me. Three, three's a thing of itself, isn't it? Three's and just... Uh, I find it, three really hard to go back to now. It's really difficult to replay. Um, but I mean... It just that, seems tiny as well. Yes. But I mean, that's that's the thing with GTA. It's, it's always been based more on satire. Um, yeah. And I recall... Like uh, hearing about an interview that um, I can't remember the outlet, but th- there was an interview with Dan, Dan Samhauser, and they were basically saying, "How can we continue to um, to poke fun at satire when every day in politics, um, you know, things seem to be a joke anyway? It's it's a lot harder to, to you know point at things like that and make a funny game out of it because everything's just so outlandish now in real life." Yeah. As for me, I think um, San Andreas really hit that perfect tone between satire and seriousness. For me, GTA V went too far into satire. And I know they said about GTA VI, the way that politics and the landscape is changing continually, they're not sure they're going to be able to keep up with it. So this is why I don't think we've heard any news about GTA VI as of right now. Well... Saying that, I've realised I've just made a mistake. It wasn't the houses that said that; it was um, the creators of South Park. But oh yeah, you can kind of put them in the same mould. Like they, oh yeah, it's commentary, isn't it? About yeah, you know, and that's why Red Dead Redemption Two wasn't kind of um, bitten by that because it's in its own time. It's like early nineteen hundreds. Exactly. So yeah, it, it it wasn't so much of an issue. Um, but like we said, so we've both gone back and played this. Dan, completed. I think you finished it yesterday, didn't you? Completed it last night. It was <laughs> that final stretch. Was I mean, we we better say it here. This this um, discussion is going to probably contain some spoilers. It's a it's a twelve year old game, so it's your I think own you probably know what happens now. <laughs> yeah, but we're warning you ahead of time. Um, yeah, I did the uh, the last stretch. I, I there's there's a mission before the last one, so there's t- there's two um there's two endings you can kind of choose from. Yeah. One where Roman dies and one where Kate dies. Kate. This time around, um, I didn't even date Kate, as in she kept calling me and I kept saying no because <laughs> I was yeah. like, it's just uh, it's I just extra stuff. Isn't it to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't the first time I played this. I, I was literally doing everything. This was back in two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time I was kind of, to be honest, speeding through it. So yeah. I just kept saying no. So I didn't really have any relationship, relationship with Kate. So I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna save Roman again. Um, so you so if you in. if you go to save Roman, there's a mission on a boat where you um, take out Dimitri. This is the penultimate mission. That's fine. I, I did remember that from the original game. But then there's another mission which is the final mission. I completely forgotten about which shows how memorable that mission was. Um, so you go to this, I don't even know where it is, it's a, it's a construction site building. Yeah. You take out some people. Then I did remember this bit because I remember it being awful at the time. You have to chase a helicopter on a bike. And if you know anything about GTA 4, those bike controls are the worst thing in the game. Um, you have to do a, a jump, which you have to time right, otherwise you fail the mission. I failed it once because I um, crashed into a barrel. <laughs> um, so I replayed this mission about five or six times last night. Then there's a bit where you, uh, you ride the bike, you jump off the bike, and you have to climb on, into the helicopter. Um, then you have to Doesn't it crash follow... into the Statue of Liberty? Yeah, this is where it goes down uh, into, into the Statue of Liberty. But you have, before you get to that point, uh, it, it, there's, there's a bit where you're chasing a speedboat and um, they're firing rockets at you. But you have to be the right distance from the ground and the right distance from the speedboat, otherwise you'll get shot down. I got shot down about four times. There was one time I went too low and just landed in the water. I was getting so annoyed. Eventually I did it, and and I thought that was a really bad last mission. Yeah, Um, I mean, I... 
I don't really recall it. So, like we said, Dan completed this game last night. I managed to get, I think, about 20 missions into this game. Um, and I, I just had to, I had to throw the towel in because um, it was doing my head in. Um, but I think that comes from what I was saying earlier that I've been spoiled by GTA Five because going from something like GTA Five back to something that's more grounded and realistic, GTA Four, like I can play to downloads about the driving. Um, and I was I can't remember the name of the character, but I was doing um, a chase mission. Um, and I tried oh, it I once know. and I lost them Darn and then I tried it the second time and um, I rolled my car and then the third time someone crashed into me and I just flew off into the ether and I was like I'm not doing this anymore I, I can't be bothered well, I mean I think you hit on something there about um, the mission structure which is when you roll a car and you fail a mission, the things that you can do to fail missions and then the game makes you drive back to where the mission is. You've got the text option, but even then you're going to be doing some driving to catch up. That's and it. and we used to do this all the time in GTA games, but in today's gaming landscape, it's horrendous to do that. Well, it's because... We're just impatient. Yeah, again, you've been spoiled. Like If you think about a fail state in GTA Five. Um, you get checkpoints so you just go back yeah. to your last checkpoint whereas I mean if you look at people doing reviews of GTA 3 um, like there, there wasn't even a phone thing to you know get a cab to start the mission no. again it was just like you got to go back wherever you are if you've got a wanted level of 6 stars and it's going to stay there which basically means in GTA 3 you've got a 6 star wanted level you, you, you're just going to die you're dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so you know it, it has progressed from there but at the same time you can't really say oh that's bad design because at the time you know having the ability to open your phone and go back to the starting point of the mission was something completely new because you didn't have that in the trilogy of PS2 games so it was progress yeah. but looking back on it now you're just like oh how did we play like that like it, it's crazy yeah and uh, there are other GTA games on this list so it's going to get it. worse from here on in. Oh, is GTA 3? I mean, there's... Uh, no, I think San Andreas is there. Yeah, San Andreas. Um, GTA 5 and maybe Vice City. They're the yeah. four that are on there, I think. Okay, that's um, fine. I was going to say... So I it's really going to get worse. Play, I don't want to play 3 again, ever. I was, um... <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think 3, funnily enough, got quite the reception of the other games. I um, I went on a date yesterday... And um, yeah. we, we were talking about, you know, us doing this podcast. And um, yeah. the the person I went on a date with, she was basically saying that she's she's currently going through platinum, platinuming loads of games, um, right. which I also don't have the patience for. I just, I just can't do it. <laughs> and she told yeah. me that she platinumed uh, GTA 3. I think, well, I think she either said she tried to or she managed it, but she platinumed the, the original, like, three three games on the PS2. Wow. Um, and I remember watching a video by the completionist um, of him talking about completing 100% GTA 3. And it just seems like such a slog. And I mean, I think things have got a little bit more manageable since then. But even so, like 100%ing GTA 4, I imagine would take so long. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't, you, I don't know if you spotted any of the um, the pigeons, they call them the flying yeah, rats. Yeah, the flying rats. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I only saw a few of them when I completed the game, so I can't imagine yeah. going out of my way to find and shoot them all and get trophy or achievement for it. So, um, let's touch on... So, where did you play this game? You've, you've, play, you've been playing it recently. What platform were you playing on? That's important. Um, I was playing on the PS3. Um, so, I managed to get probably about five or six hours into it on the PS3 just now. But when I completed it, when it first came out, I didn't have a PS3 at the time, so I was playing it on my Xbox 360. But that was, you know, eleven. Okay, so 10, if you know, uh, so if 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 people know anything about the versions of um, GTA 4, the PS3 version in terms of frame rate performed consistently worse than the 360 version. I did it. So you were probably playing it on the worst version. You possibly could have been playing it on there. Um, I was actually playing the. Um, Xbox 360 version on my Xbox One X. Um, they do boost the frame rate there, but um, there are some 
uh, frame pacing issues, which means that the frame rate doesn't consistently uh, change, basically. Um, right. So there there are issues on all versions. There's no there's no super smooth way to play this unless you're playing on PC, I guess. Well, no, apparently, the, um, the, um, I was watching a video earlier, and the PC um, is the worst port of them all. Oh, okay. And <laughs> So I there's believe, no smooth way to play it, then? Yeah, 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 absolutely. The... Um, Rockstar actually removed GTA 4 off um, Steam or any of the other places like marketplaces you can get the game for PC. They removed it about two weeks ago. Um, right. And I believe from what I was hearing, I didn't watch the whole video, but the um, the, the the main thing of it was that they're going to be doing another update to GTA 4 soon, um, but mostly for PC. So like consoles are fine, but the PC one has always been a little bit janky. Um, so I'm not sure if this upcoming um, update for it, which is bizarre, seeing as the game's 12 years old, but if it's actually going to I know make what it, I think it would be. I think that? I know they've had issues with it in the past. Um, obviously, these these games have loads of licensed music. Yeah. Of so when they re-release this game, these games, and if it's consistently on sale, these licenses run out. So they either have to renew them or take the songs out. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I bet when it comes back, there is going to be um, some music removed. Speaking of the music, um, because obviously from what I've just said, I've made no kind of um, secret of the fact that I I prefer GTA V. However, the the soundtrack in GTA V is excellent, but I think the soundtrack for GTA IV is better, Um, Mm. especially like the main main theme, like when you're going on the boat. Oh yeah, that's cool. Like it's quality, and they've got some really good radio stations on there as well. the main one I listened to was The Journey, which is uh, hosted by like an AI, and it's just really weird oh. electronica music. Um, but GTA 4 has got some really decent music in there, like original soundtrack and licensed. Yeah, um, I feel like both GTA 4 and 5 have taken a step back in terms of music from uh, Vice City and San Andreas, though. Yeah. I mean, the amount of good music on the, in those games yeah yeah I mean it's just one song to the next and you're just loving it whereas <laughs> here I was like what is this um, but yeah there, there are a lot of stations on there there's a lot of stuff that I just didn't know there's um, there's the uh, is it Slo- Slovenian station or the Russian yeah, station yeah, yeah. Vladivostok FM um, that's a nice touch um, yeah I mean the, the thing that I still find impressive about this game is the detail in it. It's a really detailed game. Yeah. Um, things like that, having having that radio station, which most people are probably never going to listen to. But it's there. But, um, yeah, it's there because the main character is Slovenian. And I don't know if he speaks Slovenian or Russian, but it's a Russian station for those immigrants. Um, and... I remember uh, hearing why they chose uh, an immigrant main character. It was because um, the Rockstar team had moved to New York, but obviously they're originally from Scotland. Yeah. Um, mm. So they felt like immigrants in this uh, huge city. Yeah. So they wanted the player to feel the same way as they come to Liberty City for the first time, which is a nice idea. There's um, there's quite a lot of stuff in GTA Four that they they took out for GTA 5 because uh, like when you talk about like the detail I mean yeah. it, it's small stuff so if you um, like if you knock someone out in the street or something in GTA 4 and the paramedics come they'll actually actively attempt to save the person's life and take them away yeah. in the ambulance whereas in GTA 5 they'll just turn up and say ah oh, there's nothing we could do and walk away and it's yeah. even stuff like um, car engines so I'm not sure if you noticed it or if you remembered or you've looked um in terms of you know info but with gta 4 if you hold triangle when you get out of a car nico will turn the engine off whereas if you just tap triangle he'll get out but he'll leave the engine running so you can hear the radio still playing in the car whereas in gta 5 that's that's not a thing um i didn't notice that that's cool and, and even stuff like um like nico can hang off stuff um and he can shimmy whereas yeah. in gta 5 you can just mount stuff so there's no hanging there and shimming it's just you hold on to something and jump over um there's no just free hang 
like in GTA 4. So I think Rockstar removed quite a lot of the small details that really made GTA 4 feel like it had a lot more... I can't say care because there are so many things in GTA 5 that make it ridiculously crazy in terms of an open world game. Yeah. It's the, it's the even smaller details such as car engines, such as paramedics, such as policemen arresting people and putting them in the back of the cop cars, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, they they took out some of the stuff that made it more realistic, uh, which is a shame, really, because, I mean, especially the physics stuff that was removed, <laughs> I think that makes a big difference. I love the fact that you're driving around in GTA 4 and you just see some crazy stuff, um, and you can steal a car from someone and they'll hang on to the car door and you can drive around yeah. with them there for a while and then they'll hit another car or something. Um, and then the gunplay is, there's a lot of um, situational stuff with that. So if you shoot someone in the leg, they'll go to grab their leg. Um, if yeah. you push someone out of a window, they'll go to grab the ledge. Uh, you can push people off bridges and onto train tracks and uh, all this stuff's really cool. And That's it. You don't really see it much in games. I think that's what makes it cool. Yeah, like, I think so many devs now, they just want to make their world massive. Um, a lot of the smaller things don't get seen into. And I mean, there's nothing really you can compare to the Grand Theft Auto series in terms of details and open world because look at Red Dead Redemption 2. It's ridiculous. I know you've not played it yet. Um but when you get to it, and I know your list, your pile of games is long, Huge. so I'll give it a few years. Um, but like when you it's play it, you, yeah, you, you'll just be like, um, it's, it's ridiculous, it's, it's crazy. Um, so spe- speaking of your list of games, did you ever play Skyrim? Uh, I did play, I started playing Skyrim, but um, never finished it. I did finally finished oblivion I'm quite uh, after about about seven years well, um that was all right the, the reason i asked that is because um like me and dan went to uni together and i remember dan buying skyrim on pretty much the day it came out i think in 2011 um so and you, just, you just never started it <laughs> you, yeah i do that all the time even oblivion. now and um, i've got a thing where uh if if a game comes out if I don't buy it there and then I feel like I'm missing out, but then it'll just go on my pile and I won't play it for months anyway. Have you got Red Dead Redemption 2 yet? Yeah, it's in my pile. <laughs> I bought that the day it came out as well. Christ's sake. Oh, I mean, yeah. at least you're thorough. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say um, a couple of games, a couple of series uh, that I think do match GTA in terms of detail and scope. Go on. Um, I don't know if you've played either. There's the Sleeping Dogs uh, game, yeah. which was uh, basically... It was supposed to be a true crime game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was supposed to be the sequel to the true crime games. It was developed, it was published by Square, mm. um, but I thought it was great. And there's also the Yakuza games, which are so in-depth, so detailed. They even make GTA look uh, <laughs> simple in comparison. Yeah, I've played I played Sleeping Dogs and I played probably about ten hours of that. But my my big problem is I start playing games and I just get bored and want to move on to something else. Yeah, um, I've not played Yakuza, but I I remember watching stuff for Yakuza like back ten years or I so ago. Um, and obviously, I know that Yakuza Zero came out a few years ago and that was really well received. Um, I love them. They make great. I think they're really weird. The, the problem is like with open world games now. There's just a lot of busy work in them so yeah if you look at um like the far cry series um there's just so much in them to do that busy work just feels like filler um and i don't know if i can say it's entirely the same with um did you play the spider-man game that insomniac made yeah uh mixed opinions about that I mean, generally I I enjoyed it, but yeah, there was a lot of busy work. That's it. Whereas with the GTA games, GTA 5 maybe kind of um, approaches on that. But with GTA 4, you had like the the stunts, you had the flying rats, 
Um, you know, there are a few other things here and there, but it wasn't yeah. like too much. Like if you look at, it was all the old stuff that was in the old games. I mean, you had the yeah. stunt jumps in the old games. You had the you, in um, in San Andreas. You had what did you have? Was it seashells or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there was something in it. And then tags. Um, yeah, so you, you had all that stuff in in those games, and it was just there as an additional thing to do if you wanted to, just so you got to explore the world. Um, but yeah, it wasn't part. It wasn't. It wasn't there to be done. Whereas I think now, with achievements and trophies, it's ridiculous. People are. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I used to be on the trophy wagon, but now, if I'm not enjoying it, I just stop. Yeah. Well, I mean. If you did, you ever play Assassin's Creed Unity? This is the one in yes. um, yeah, French Revolution. In Paris. Yeah. yeah. If you just go onto the pause menu on that once you've unlocked the entire map and just zoom out, the amount of stuff on there is ridiculous. Yeah. And I say that as someone that quite enjoys the Assassin's Creed games to some extent. Yeah, me too. Um, but like a lot of people. Um, you know, or fully complete Assassin's Creed 2 because that's quite an easy game to 100%. Um, but when you looked at Awful, games... awful to play now. Yeah, yeah, I know. The controls I played it recently. It was yeah. horrendous. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it hasn't aged well. But I mean, same with no. Assassin's Creed 1. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that the changes they made to those games with Origins and Odyssey were needed. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked um, Origins. I thought, for me, that's probably my new favourite in the series Um, Odyssey I actually completed not long ago Um, I thought it was pretty good but uh, I don't think the uh, ancient Greek setting was as good as the ancient Egyptian setting I um, I probably played about 12-15 hours of Odyssey and then stopped Um, but I was um, hearing the other day that um, Ubisoft are releasing two big IPs this year and people think it's going to be a new Far Cry game and the new Assassin's Creed. And I believe the new Assassin's Creed is going to be um, Nordic, so it's going to be Vikings. Yeah, heard that, yeah. Which will be interesting. But Yeah, um, I thought they were going to go down the Roman setting. Yeah, I'm quite glad they haven't. I know, they, I know they've done that before, but I thought they were going to go Gladiator era Roman, but apparently not, so yeah. <laughs> see what that's like. Anyway, we digress. Um, yes. So what were some other things that you kind of um, noticed with GTA 4? Um, what I want to, I think what I liked about the game, because I think we've been pretty critical about the game so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the details, but we, we've basically said that it's not too playable in 2020, but gameplay aside, and I've got issues with the gameplay, it's clunky by today's standards, but there are moments in it that if you get to those moments, they're really quite nice moments. So I remember um, the story being good. Yeah, I mean, I, li- I like the the more serious tone. I like Nico's character. I wasn't sure about Nico's character at the time, but I like Nico's character. Yes, yeah, I like Roman. Same I think the 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 relationship between Roman and Nico is really nicely done. Yeah. Um, the rest of the characters I couldn't care less about. Yeah, because like, <laughs> pa- pa- actually I think they're really stuff. forgettable. Yeah. Um, so Roman and Nico, I think, are great, and I think they did provide that really unique perspective that you needed for that game. Um, but when you're driving around at night and it starts to rain, those rainstorms in that game are still just brilliant, uh, and they light up the streets, and you see all the neon reflecting in the puddles and the huge bursts of thunder, which make your controller rumble. It's just really, really good. Um, and then other moments in the story, I mean, later on in the game, basically Nico is in Liberty City and he's looking for someone that betrayed him yeah. during the war. During the war. Um, later on in the game, you find that person. It's really, it's a really powerful moment. And you, you have to make the decision whether or not to kill that person or let them live. Yeah, there's a few moments. And it's like a, that it's a really on. nice moment. Yeah. And there's a, there's a moment... Um, Another moment that I really liked was there's, um, again, quite early in the game, um, you have a scene with Faustin's wife, 
where yeah. she makes tea in the old, um, I don't know if it's Slovenian or Russian teapot. Mm. Um, and then Nico and her just talk. And it's just the more dramatic stuff, which I feel like other GTA games don't always do very well. well but it's... because the tone's a bit more serious. Yes, yeah. it's, it's like... Um... Because obviously you're you're quite into films and I'm quite into films. Um, you kind of compare if you just compare GTA Four and GTA Five in terms of like mafia films. I think you could, in my opinion, anyway, you could compare GTA Four in terms of story to being a bit more in line with like The Godfather because it's more serious than yeah. a lot of mafia films. Whereas you could compare GTA Five and I mean the the comparisons are there um, for for heat. Like in a lot of the missions, it's set up like heat. That's just how it is. Um, yeah, and there's a bit of that in GTA Four too. They've got those takeoff missions of heat. Um, yeah, I mean a lot of the uh, a lot of the older GTAs are more like Goodfellas or yeah, yeah, yeah. Casino or Casino. Y- yeah. Uh, obviously, you've got Vice City, which hood. is like um, Scarface. Scarface, San Andreas, Boys in the Hood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I appreciated those moments, but I think you still get your funny moments in there. You yeah. didn't really miss that. Yeah, when you say like you like Nico and Roman, I, I I really like Nico now. I didn't at the time. I think it's because I wanted GTA Four to be like an Italian mafia story in like a HD yeah. in New York. That's what I really wanted, and obviously it wasn't. Um, and I think that made me dislike Nico a little bit because I wanted it to be, you know, mafia. Um, but playing it again now, I think that um, I think Nico is probably one of the best characters that Rockstar's put together. Like he's the most um, layered. Yeah, I agree. I think he's really good. He's a really strong protagonist. <coughs> At the time, um, I wasn't. Um, I mean, I don't know what I expected from the protagonist of GTA Four, but I just, I don't know. I, I suppose. I never thought about playing as a character like that, but especially you start the game and he's in his um, he's in his sweatpants and yeah, uh, and he looks scruffy. And, he, and even when you even when you buy a suit, he never really looks. No, it doesn't look quite right. Like, yeah, he never really looks like a a character you want to play as. No, he doesn't uh, look like, a, it, like a criminal, like a, a suave no. criminal or whatever. He just looks rough, doesn't he? Yeah, he just. I don't. It's just. There are things about characters in games, and there are characters that you never see, and he's one of those characters that you never ever see. But that was really a stroke of genius from Rockstar, I think. It's it's aged well, I think. Because um, I mean, two thousand eight. How old was I? I was about sixteen, seventeen. Um, yeah. And I don't think Nico was really made for people that are, you know eighteen, nineteen, twenty, or whatever. I think Nico. No. Like the the story they want to tell in GTA Four, from my perspective, is it's a more serious game for older people. Whereas with San Andreas and Vice City, like anyone can just jump into them, can't they? Um, yeah. And I also like the fact that obviously, with um, the, the the trilogy on the PS2, they use quite a lot of um, famous voices. Voice so, actors, yeah. Yeah. So you've got like Danny Dyer. Um, you know Samuel L. Jackson. Um, oh, what's his name? The guy that plays Ray Liotta. Um, oh yeah, Tommy. You know, but there wasn't really any of that in GTA Four. I mean, obviously you've got people like Ricky Gervais showing up in the comedy doing clubs. the cameo, yeah. Um, in the um, comedy club. Yeah, and obviously you've got Laszlo, who is in all of the games from GTA Three onwards. Um, but I think it's nice. When I completed it last night, I looked at the. Um, I was watching the credits. Mm. I looked at the cast list. I didn't recognise a single name apart from some of the radio stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I think it's a good way to do things, and it's very similar to what GTA Five did. They didn't really use anyone big. Um, obviously, you've got Stephen Ogg, who was Trevor in GTA Five, who was in like The Walking Dead and stuff like that after afterwards. But yeah. never any anyone with as much clout as like Ray Liotta. Or um, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they started doing that with San Andreas. I mean, I, I read that um, the idea with San Andreas was to cast less known characters. Mm. So although you do have Samuel L. Jackson playing Officer Tempany, um, 
he he's not there throughout the whole game. He's not no. this presence that's there all the time. So it's kind of reducing the amount of big actors they have in the game and giving those um, smaller actors a chance to shine, which is good. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate stuff like that. It's always cool when you like um, when you play games and you hear a voice um, like pop up that you didn't expect. But I mean, voice actors now they're kind of I wouldn't say they're superstars, but you look at the likes of like Nolan North or um, oh yeah, uh, what's his name? The guy that does Joel in The Last of Us. Oh, bloody hell put me on the spot <laughs> um, but, but they, they do the voices for everything don't they and I mean even if you look further afield I remember the first time that I played Fallout 4 um, did you did you play that? I did and I couldn't well I, I played about 10 hours of it and it's one of those that I couldn't get into well there's um, there's a moment right at the start where you're um, you're in your house before the bombs drop um, oh yeah, you, I love you know, that. Yeah, that you know was the cool. guy. Yeah, it was cool. And you know the guy from Vault Tech that comes and knocks on your door. Yeah, I recognised his voice straight away. I was like, where do I recognise that from? Where do I recognise that from? And I realised like he was the most minor character in Fallout Four, but it was actually the same guy that did the voice for Colonel Campbell in uh, Metal Gear Solid. Paul. Uh, Paul. Ah. Um, and I like seeing stuff like that crop up in games, like voices that you recognise that maybe not be famous people, but you've heard them in you know other stuff. Those Metal Gear actors, they get into almost every game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. uh, what's his name? Oh, names are escaping me. The guy that does Snake in the new game. Uh, oh, um, oh. <laughs> Jack Bauer, the one who played that. That's 24, yeah, isn't Jack it? Um, <laughs> I can't remember. But yeah, like he, oh, he's so obviously annoying. mainstream. Um I'm going to have to Google that because it's going to do my head in. <laughs> What's his name? But yeah, ca- carry on. Yeah, um, I I agree with you. Um, it's annoying me as well that I can't remember the name. It's, but uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland, of course. Fathered by uh, And what's Sutherland. what's the what's the um, the guy who also does uh, voice acting with Nolan North? They've got a pop, they've got a, a YouTube oh. channel now. Last of Us uh, voice, oh, yeah, because I can't remember either. And Troy Baker, Troy Baker, that's the one. Yeah, I, it bugs me when I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> same. Um, so, I suppose the biggest problem with um, GTA Four playing today is that the gameplay hasn't aged well. The gunplay is still alright. Yeah, the gun, gunplay's alright. Um, it works. I mean, you just use cover as a cover shooter, and it still works. It's still fun enough. Um, that's probably where it's aged best, but even that it doesn't feel very responsive. This feels like uh, lag every time you shoot someone. Um, the fist fighting is just oh, the not fist good. fighting's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I think I got killed by a pedestrian. Yeah, I'm me. I'm me. <laughs> Which made me lose my temper and turn the PS3 off. I was like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> I'm above because this. it took so long to whittle down their health yeah. from these punches that don't seem to have any reach and these pathetic kicks. And it's the kicks, isn't uh, it? And they just kick you once or twice. And if you miss one punch, then they'll just smash you and then you're dead. And it's like, me, cookies, yeah. you're in the army. This is this is um, what worries me about playing GTA games uh, on the list going forward. Obviously, we'll do it. But some of these missions were really harder than I remember them being yeah. just because the mechanics aren't very good anymore there's some missions that I'm dreading in San Andreas um, I really everyone don't knows like, that yeah. the, the RC missions and oh the RC like missions bad um, I think it's going to kill me that one <laughs> wrong wrong side of the tracks as well you only had to follow oh. the damn train CJ all you had to do was follow the damn train CJ god damn maybe I'll do a big smoke order from McDonald's get uh, number, yeah. number 9 number 9 yeah <laughs> God, but yeah, Four, I number mean, twelve. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I agree with you. GTA Four is, I think the story is good and the characters are decent, but it's just in twenty twenty, it's it's kind of brought down by its um, its controls, which is a shame because I think the story in it is really good. Um, yeah, but I think if you went into it now, having not played it before, I think you'd struggle to. Yeah, I wonder what what that would be like for someone that had just picked up the game 
new. Well, I'm, obviously we can't. Yeah, you 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 can't kind of go give back it to in us. time and yeah yeah. I'm I'm quite interested to see look further down the list when we come to games that perhaps you've played that I haven't or vice versa how we'll get on with it because yeah. I remember I mean I've had a look through this list and I've I've played probably 70 or 80 of the games on you've the list you've played a lot so... more games than I have yeah yeah but there's someone there that I have not not played like there's I think there's the original Diablo on there right um, yeah I've not played that that's going to be a huge undertaking <laughs> to get get through that one uh, yeah, so it's going to be really interesting working through this list. Obviously, we're going to have some practical issues. Um, also, like we've played different versions today, when it comes to certain games, certain games are on the list twice. You might get the Xbox 360 yeah, or the PS3 yeah, yeah, yeah. version on there. So we're only going to play the games once, and we're just going to play the most accessible version to us. Yeah. Because to me, there's no point playing the 360 version and then later on coming to the PS3 version of something. Um, yeah, I agree. We're gonna have the same things to say about it. Also, um, I just want to touch on a couple of go on. touch on a couple of points with um, GTA Four before we finish. Yeah, go on. Um, coming off of San Andreas, San Andreas had this huge, huge, huge map. Yes. Whereas GTA Four is, uh, I mean, the map feels quite condensed. Yeah. And not well, only San that, San Andreas was a state, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a whole state, and it had three cities. Mm. You're probably looking at. I imagine that some of uh, some of Los Santos and the uh, countryside are about the size of Liberty City, but then obviously in San Andreas you've then got San Fierro and Las Venturas on top of that, and the desert. Um, so it was a much bigger game in terms of scale. And also, I was really surprised how quickly I worked through this. Yes, I was probably playing pretty quickly. Yes, but it was. I think it's about ninety missions. It just seemed to race through which surprised me I don't remember it being that quick yeah. to complete yeah um, it, it I think I took longer before played. yeah and obviously that I mean maybe it's something to do with the pacing there but um, yeah I, what what I wanted to say finally was um, this game is on the top 100 games of all time um, would it be on your top 100 games of all time uh I'd, top 100 is a lot I mean I, I I don't know if I could ever put down a list of my top 100 games because there's just so many um, but what, it, so what, what does your gut say when I ask you that question yes or no yes but I say okay. it hesitantly okay. so it would be near the bottom yeah for me personally but I can understand why it's so high on Metacritic you know what I mean? Yeah. But I say yes hesitantly. What about you? Um, I played a lot of games and I don't think it would be in my top 100, even though I quite enjoyed going back to it. I don't think even at the time it would have been on my top 100. But I agree. I think it did a lot of things at the time that other games weren't doing. Mm. And some things have aged quite well with it. Like the simulation stuff is really impressive. Yeah. But it's it's an aspect of the game which has aged very well, but then there are lots of things that haven't aged so well. So yeah, I don't think it would be in my top one hundred. No, that, that's it. Like I, I can understand why it's in there to some extent, um, but I mean, if I were to ever make a top one hundred list, which I don't think I could do anyway, um, I, I think if I were to put it in, it would be quite near the bottom. It's it's a good game, and, but. Yeah. So so if you look at the actual score, I think this got a, I think this got a ninety eight, which look. is really high. I think this is in the top five games of all time, yes, according to Metacritic. Um, so was it rated too highly at the time by critics? I think so. Let's have a look. Yeah, me too. Best video games of all time, Metacritic. Um, so what have we got? Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll accept your cookies. Uh, yes, it's at number three. That's, I mean, the, this is the apparently the third best game of all time. Um, I don't buy it. But yeah, 98. I can understand it, but... It's got, yeah, a 98 rating and user rating of 7.5. Um, wow. 
so yeah, there are no 100s on this list. Um, no, it's 99 is the highest, and that's Ocarina of Time. Yeah, and everyone knows that one always comes to the top of best game ever. Listed, uh, it's it's it? never, it's, oh, it's no, not going to be touched because. It. No, I, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it, but I, I think a lot of people wouldn't agree it was the best game ever. But I think in terms of aggregate scores, you're never going to get another 99 game because of the time that that was released, the amount of critics around at the time, the fact that reviews since then are not counted towards that yeah you're never going to get another 99 game i'm surprised that this game got 98 to be quite honest it's, it's interesting oh blimey red dead redemption 2 is in the one two three four 97 it red dead redemption is number eight um yeah it's a 97 with a user of 7.6 um wow but that's crazy i mean you've only got that i can see Two. I don't really trust those user scores though, because what happens is if yes. one thing about that game is oh, disliked, yeah, pe- yeah people go people emotional, don't they? Things. It's like you, yeah. you hear people that gave Breath of the Wild a um, you know a seven out of ten, and they received death threats. Um, yeah, like Jim Sterling talks about Jim that Sterling. quite a lot. <laughs> but that, I mean, was, that was just Jim Sterling. It's it's mental, but I mean, if you look in this top ten, there are only two games in there with um, over. A nine rating on user, um, so obviously Ocarina of Time, and then you've got Super Mario Galaxy at a nine, and then That's Super Mario Galaxy game. Two at nine point one. Yeah, they're both brilliant. I've not played either of them. Um, so, do you have any ideas for what we will be covering next? Is it is your pick? But obviously, um, we need to see what's yeah practical at this time. Yeah. I'll um I'll have a think. And, right, uh, right, okay. So I've not thought about it. Um, I'll have a look through, and we can make that decision. Uh, okay. Yeah. I've, I've spotted one. I think maybe. Um, I'm thinking maybe Portal Two, but don't hold me to that. Okay. Don't hold me to it. Um, but yeah, we'll um we'll have a think about it, and we can uh, we can yeah agree and go from there. I mean, I so can't we- imagine these uploads will be. You know, weekly or bi-weekly, because it will take us a while to, you know, perhaps get hold. Yeah, of Yeah, I mean, I think I think them. when we get into it, maybe we'll do every couple of weeks, but there might be uh, some bigger gaps in there as well. Yeah, depending on the size of the game. We've Diablo both got might be a year jobs. between. <laughs> yeah, Diablo might be a year between. Um, <laughs> yeah, podcasts. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, that's a very big game. Absolutely. Um, okay, so let, let's uh, wrap things up there. I mean, I think it was a good first episode, um, and. Thanks for sticking with us. Obviously, it's going to get slicker and smoother as we uh, move forward. Yeah. Um, I think we've got a good idea, and I think it's going to go well. Yep, I think so as well. So um, hopefully you enjoyed this soiree into GTA 4, and we'll see you on the next one. Cheers. Yep. See, see you then. later. Bye.